Hey everybody, well, I want to thank you all for being such great patrons in my Patreon. I also like to thank one of our newest members, Ryan Bowers. Thank you, my man. Uh, keep watching, and please keep watching with your shirt off. Ha <laughs> ha Yeah. Hey everybody, welcome Ruth. to the Late Late Horror Show with Dino and... Ted Rico. As always, I mean, you've been hearing the same shit for four years. Right. Um, D&T. And, and what is this you got? Oh, I got John Stanton's favorite shirt on. There you go, John. Uh, whoops, whoops. Nip slip. Oh, jeez. Hey, um, <laughs> you'll enjoy that. Uh, uh, you will? <laughs> did you enjoy that? What are um, you talking me into doing here? <laughs> get Ted to strip here in a second. Uh, a real quick shout out. Doesn't take much. Real quick shout out here to all of our Patreons. Our patrons on Patreon. Uh, what the hell did I say? Patrons on Patreon. Yeah, I like that. Um, uh, big shout out to all you guys. Yeah. You guys all mean a lot. Um, again, support, support. It's great. Uh, really appreciate it. All the links are down below. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, um, Click them. Yeah. So, so you know, we are going a little bit old school this week. We wanted to do something we love to talk about. Old school horror. Yes. And that's freaking hell. That's what we're doing. And, and, and I do got another thing I'm going to be doing every now and then. Um, poor Ted can't what? join me. The casual commentaries. Casual uh, Where I get somebody, audio only, uh, on the channel, and, and we just uh, talk about a movie we have. And that was a movie I wish me and you would have I, I know attacked. that movie. I know that movie. The Brain? I know that movie. No, that was the well, first time I watched it. Well, you don't watch quality Eric movies. didn't know it either. I know that movie. And I was surprised that Eric from the Death Twitch did not see it. But nevertheless, we're here to talk about the creature See, from the Black Lagoon. You could have had all my knowledge. Trilogy. The trilogy. The trilogy. Creature from the Black Lagoon, Revenge of the Creature, and creature the Creature Walks, walks Among, among us. us. Yes. We did a full-blown commentary on Creature from the Black Lagoon ages ago. You can go back. I don't think we'll long, dwell long a long time, time ago. on it. But, you know... But we, it was nice to revisit it, and I probably have some things to bring to the table about. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I mean, we're going to start right off with the first movie, which mm-hmm. was, um, uh, you know, the creature from Black Lagoon from 1954. Your uh, mom was born. The year your mom was born. Okay, your mom okay. was born. And, and this movie, as well as the second one, they're both directed by Jack Arnold. Jack Arnold. He did not come and do the third one. That was John Sherman. It was his assistant or Sherwood, director, I think, that got. Got a bump. Yeah. Jack Arnold went on to bigger pictures, and then that's how this Hollywood, the studio system used to work. Like, if you did pretty good, then you moved up to bigger and better right. pictures, and then, like, the assistant directors got a bump. Everybody got a bump up. Right. You right. know, it's just a, yeah. that's kind of how it worked. But, but real, real. Like being promoted. Exactly. Yeah. But real quick, that this first movie, again, <sighs> this is like. Uh, the last universal monster. And, and not necessarily the last horror movie, right? Right. But they were all like science fiction tinged after that. The Silent Earth, right? Came from and and that's space. that's what I I was going to get to this. Uh, the first movie, of course, a classic, mm-hmm. the best of the series. I'd say two and three are, are more B movies. Even though you, would, a lot of people would say Creature from Black Black Lagoon is a B movie, but no, no I consider it a list. This is a movie, man. This Filmed is uni- in beautiful 3D. This is Universal's grade A creature movie, and it's, I was just going to say, what a perfect monster it. movie. Yeah, the first one, yes. This one, the, the very first one, not uh, a, not it's a got weak, Julie Adams. 
Beautiful. Um, Richard Denny. Mm-hmm. Um, He's beautiful too. You know, those are the main characters on there. It's it also got uh, Richard Clarkson, and that's that consists of David, Kay, and Mark. The three kind of intermingled there, but um, Kay in this movie, uh, Julie Adams, again, two and three, which we'll get to. Um, he goes for blondes in two, those. Two blondes in those pictures. Yeah. But Julie Adams is a brunette and very yeah, beautiful. My favorite. And, and yes, she captures me in this She just this passed away movie. not too long ago, like maybe last year or two. Yeah, 90s, like right? Yeah. Uh, something like that. Just so, passed away not long ago. But Julie Adams in this movie, as well as Richard Denny, I mean... You get your juices going too? Not the juices gone, but <laughs> but their performances were so spot on and so great. What I love about this movie, if you watch Creature from the Black Lagoon, from the moment they hop on that ship, mm-hmm. not ship, you won't call it, it's a boat. boat. A boat. Tugboat. Yeah, whatever. You know, with what's his the, name? Uh, what, what was what, his name? Uh, uh, Lucas. Lucas, okay. He's yeah. in the first and the second one. Yeah, Lucas, he's the... Lucas. He's, it's his boat, you know? I forgot the name of the boat. What is it? The Lupita or something like that? Something, something like that, yeah. But, I but, know these waters. Yeah, like it, the back of my hand. And he comes back in part two. But yeah. uh, anyways, the minute... And this is what I love about this movie. And not all movies can do this. And I don't think I brung this up in a commentary. Rewatching it again last night like I did. You watched all three of them in one day? Yep. Wow, I spaced them out over... Yeah, no, I I did a full-blown... Damn. Um, You're all creatured out. Oh, well, you know. But but this first movie, again, which I haven't stated in the past uh, commentary that we did, uh, not a lot of movies do this, but from the moment they hop on that boat Mm -hmm. and start going to the lagoon, for some reason, and tell me if you felt the same way, I felt like I was on that boat. Somehow they portrayed this to me and gave me that feeling. I felt like I was on this boat, traveling with them through, throughout the whole movie. It's a little bit like uh, you know, in, in, on that ship. It's a boat. little bit like I mean, Apocalypse I, Now, man. You're taking the journey with them down right. the river. I felt like I was there, there on the journey with the characters, enjoying what I was seeing and what was going on, watching the mundane yes. existence until yes. they get to where they're going. Right, um, right. You know what I like about the movie is that it starts off, man. You, 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 they chip away that arm in the rock. Right. You get a oh, what's this? And you see the creature's arm come out. I mean, you don't have to wait. It's not like a Godzilla movie where you have to wait 50 minutes to get oh, to yeah. the monster. You know, you, you right get away, to see man. him pretty soon. Right away. And just the underwater photography is the incredible. Suit, the suit, which continues Flawless. on in the second movie. And then, um, then there's you don't the see third, a, yeah. a crease, a zipper, anything. I mean, they even make the gills go out. Mm-hmm. You know, when he's out of the water, he does that fish lip thing, and it's amazing. In the later movies, they, they even make the throat come out, which, you know, yeah, the, things go down a little bit, you know, from the first movie. The, but anyway. The costume's a little different mm-hmm. in, in the others. I seem to notice in the second one, like, bubbles coming out of the top of the head A lot the more bubbles, yeah. I didn't notice yeah. that in the first one. And I think they made it a point to try not having that happen in the first movie, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We, we talked about that. Because they shouldn't. Right, right. We talked about that in the first commentary about uh, I don't I forget how they did it, but somehow they 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 did something. Go back and watch our commentary because yeah. I know we did research on that and, and figured uh, how they made that not happen. But anyways, yeah, part two. Yeah, there, just there's wish. bubbles everywhere. I wish you could have seen it in 3D. My daughter and I saw mm. it a few years ago. Yeah, and she was the only kid. That, no, not the only kid there. <laughs> For a while, she was the only kid, but right before yeah. the movie starts, people came. But it was filmed in real 3D, 
Um, and, you know, I'm not a huge 3D nut when right. it comes to movies because I know so many of them are, aren't shot natively. They're just, you know, converted. Gotta love a 3D nut. After the fact. 3D nut. Hmm. Um, Slap me in the face. So most oh, of the time what? it's a waste of time right, to right. see it that way. Yeah. But on the rare occasions when there was a film that was actually shot that way, yeah. like I remember, you know, I mean, like this film, like like this film, or, you know, Avatar was shot that way, which I'm not a huge fan of, but it looked cool. <laughs> or I remember... Uh, Sacrilege! Or like, is it? I don't know. No, I guess not. Uh, <laughs> this is a horror channel, not a sci-fi channel. <laughs> no one will notice. Um, or like Life of Pi, remember that movie, The Kid on the Boat with yeah. the Tiger? Yeah. I mean, those fish were jumping all over mm-hmm. the place. I mean, it was amazing. And um, made for so sometimes years. when it's made that way, yeah. when that's the intent, right. I'm all about it. It's cool. Yeah. And this film, I, I wasn't expecting much when I saw it, but goddamn, it yeah. was amazing. The depth in the water, right. and every, it was just perfect. And I know they did this for the second one as well. But the second one, I mean, we'll get to there that. Wasn't, yeah, yeah, there wasn't we'll, much. I don't yeah, feel we'll, like there was much for the 3D. But there, there's a quick synopsis if, um, we can we can say. You know, about if you're one, one of those people that have a 3D TV and player and you can watch the Blu-ray that way, yeah. by all means, you know, I, I, I envy you. You know, you guys are lucky because um, it looked amazing. I wish yeah, I got I wish a 3D. Um, TV upstairs. You do? Yeah. Oh, go. I think I sold the glasses because I, I really didn't get anything. Oh no, you could have. You could have been watching but, Creature in the Black Lagoon. Yeah. Oh, well. But yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, that's again. Go back to our commentary on the Creature from the Black Lagoon. Watch that if you want uh, for a lot more information on that mm-hmm. film. But um, we just figured we'll th- put them all three together. We'll talk a little bit about Shape of Water at the end and maybe some, some other creature stuff. Yeah. Uh, movies. So do you have any but, new thoughts about just? Because we, we've said a lot about the first one already. Yeah. Even in our other commentary. Any mm-hmm. new thoughts from watching it again? Just just love it more no, and just, more? And... Yeah, the first one, yes. I mean, yeah. I, I, I can watch it I don't know how many times and I, and I just love it. Like I said, it's mm-hmm. it's one of those movies on, uh, you know, every now and then on a dark night, you just plop it on so every... So much fun. You know, the TV's there. It's, it's all black everywhere except that little black and white in mm-hmm. front of you. And... Um, you so know, fun. yeah, and I'm just I'm I'm on board, man, and, and and I'm just you know inching along, you know, through through the the tr- tributaries and into the lagoon and everything about it. Um, and, and again, I can't get enough of of Julie Adams. Uh, you know, we, we again I gushed over it in our commentary. We love I our just, old school screen queens, yeah, the yeah, originals, yeah. the OGs, and she was. She was a beauty. She yeah. was one, man. But, I, I have mm. two things, and I don't know if I mentioned either of them in the previous commentary. But okay. I, I like the beginning when you see the void, and it says, you know, in the beginning, you know, God created the heavens and the earth. Okay, now they go with the whole, you know, but Genesis then, version there. Yeah. But then they start talking about evolution, and I like how they, you know, they reconcile those two things. In 1954... Hollywood was able to reconcile evolution in the Bible, and <laughs> and it seemed like it was no problem because that's what they talked about evolution, yeah. and you know creatures coming from the sea. They, tr- they the land. tried. They tried. It's just it was just interesting. Like I think for 1954, that was probably a little interesting. You know, then you start yeah. talking about some evolution. Well, and well always... what did they say in, in there in that opening? They said they said the earth, which was totally. I mean, I don't know where they got the numbers at the time, but they go the sun cooled from six thousand degrees. Mm-hmm. All the way down to six hundred or something like that, uh, something I, like that, and I'm no like idea. going, I'm really? Like going, that's all? That's what I'm saying. It's 
That can't no, be right. <laughs> no, it's not right. That's my point. Well, we got that sun satellite thing. I forget what the name of that thing is, but that, I mean, we're not talking 6,000 degrees. We're talking, there's degrees. My oven gets almost 600 degrees. No, 6,000. It says, it, I know. It started you, you know, your at, your oven no, goes right, up to like right, 500. Right. right. <laughs> it, it was very odd numbers that they said, and I'm like going, you're not even you, close. That's about but, how but, it feels outside today. But again, th- that is kind of what I enjoyed about, and, and we've talked about this many Those times, 50s movies, about right? the 50s going into the early 60s because Universal is changing from monsters into, and this, The Creature from the Black Lagoon is like right in the middle there yeah. where it's transferring over to space age and sci- science fiction. Yep. Like, like even in the Creature movies, they, they start talking about you know the scientific studies, you know, space and, and, and yeah, space and and you know things that you own, would only hear surgeons say or, or scientists say, you know, <laughs> the stars like, like, or the jungle. Yeah, like later on in, in um, the third one, Creature Among Us, which we'll get to. Um, you know, they start talking about like the blood corpuscle. Yes, I want to talk about that. But we'll talk about that when we get to it. Some of that science is actually right. Some of it's wrong. Right, right, right. Um, But but yeah, I mean... The other thing I noticed about Creature is the the little environmental message that was in there. Mm. Um, Certainly more than likely not intended in 1954. But I like when uh, Kay's having her smoke and she just throws the cigarette into the the water. And then they pan down and you see the creature just looking you know, mm-hmm. up like you know. Here's what you're doing to my home. You're, you're, yeah. And then the next scene is where they were putting all that poison stuff in the water, and you see all the fish, you know, floating on top. And yeah. man, you see like oh, the I effect of, of mankind yeah. into this, you know, pristine and strange touched by. Yeah, strange you know, to see that for 1954. Probably not intended, but looking at it with today's eyes, right? Like, you yeah. know, it's you know, wow. Wow, you know, the, yeah. you know, it's just that those scenes happen to go together, and it created a little environmental message there. So, yeah, I, I don't think intentional. I don't think so either. Yeah. But because they were handing packs there of cigarettes out like crazy. Yeah, here are the kids. The you know, <laughs> pack there of you smoke. go. Smoke Lucky strikes. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Ooh, refreshing on the breath. Refreshing on the throat. <sighs> Ooh, goes down smooth. But yeah. smooth. God. Yeah, yeah, I know. So crazy <laughs> when you think about it. But um. Okay, so there you go. Again, if you want to see more, go to our commentary. Right. Uh, you know, we best out of for an hour and a half on that, and arguably one Way of the best, the best out of the Universal monster movies. You know, it's yeah, yeah. it's top tier. Yeah. And know? then we get to the next year. The next, and all three of these movies came out Within subsequent year, years. Yeah. You know, fifty five, fifty six. Uh, we get Revenge of the Creature from nineteen fifty five. Yeah, um, I think the only actor who came back was well. That I think the guy who Lucas played the the, the the creature, I think, is the same guy. Well, yeah, yeah, him. But uh, yeah, uh, Lucas, the the shipboat captain. Yeah, yeah. Um, Lucas and Nestor. So Apaiba. if you remember, <laughs> we're gonna spoil things. If you haven't seen it, just just shut us off. Go watch him. Come back. Um, yeah, yeah. It, but. Uh, at the end of Creature from the Black Lagoon, he gets riddled with some bullets, and as far as we know, you know, they show him floating in the water. Right, we don't right, know right. if he's dead or not. But right, right. If you don't watch the sequels, okay, he's dead. <laughs> but uh, in um, Revenge of the Creature, they're going on another expedition. This one is not to find fossils, which is what the original team was for. Yeah. This is to 
find and catch this sucker if it's still alive. The gill man. If it's alive, we're catching it. Yes. And yes. sure as shit, it's alive. And mm-hmm. they catch it. <laughs> and they got and they got crazy like sonar stuff mm-hmm. that you know you can see these blobs under the water. It again, they got very scientific in these fifties, you know, yep. movies and, and, and you know, catch a, a lot one. are on point, but a lot aren't. They um, dope them up. And again, let me sum this movie up real quick, and we'll talk to it a little bit about it a little bit more. Mm-hmm. This movie, and I enjoyed it. You know, it's 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 a it's classic. It's, short. it's a classic <laughs> short B Universal movie. There's not one I don't like, like but this buck ten. This is almost filled with fluff. It is it's, very little happens. It's in this movie. a. Fluff movie, yeah, very little happening, especially in the first creature wise five minutes. Yeah, creature, even creature wise, you know, mm-hmm. even him. I mean, you know, I mean, once he busts loose, okay, yeah, it gets a little. Interesting, you get a lot of pan scenes of just under the water, like we're watching a documentary, back, you know, from yeah. the fifties. Jacques Cousteau. Jacques Cousteau. <laughs> you know, it's a stingray. Ooh, whoa! But um, he's captured, and then he's taken yeah. to Florida. Uh, from south of, from South America to Florida, oh, Pablo. you go to Florida, to, um, oh. like some marina, you know, where people yeah. can go, you know, instead of hiding him away from the world, you know, it was and funny. studying him, like what would really happen, and we wouldn't be none the wiser, right? And they would use all the things that they've gleaned from it to, you know, make the United States technologically advanced to any of our competitors. Yeah, uh, no, they're going to take him to Sea World and make an exhibit out of him, right? Right, <laughs> which is. I mean, that's what I'd like, you know. I yeah, mean, can yeah. we take those Bigfoot monsters we've caught and can we put them in a zoo? Can I see what they look like? It's kind of crazy to, to that's that was immediately what they were going to do. I mean, I I'm sure while he's there, they were going to do some studying. And, well, they and, tried to, but yeah. uh, there's this little hot blonde, an ichthyologist, studies fish. By yes. the way, Helen, and, uh, played by uh, by Lori Nelson. Cute. Which, cute girl. Yeah, no, they're all cute. And he starts going yeah. for her. And it makes it difficult to do any kind of training with him because she's a distraction. Right. They do teach him, like... Uh, for some reason, this creature from the Black Lagoon enjoys... Women. Human women. I mean, species. Something, something you know, about women. So, you know, whatever. I can't blame him. And uh, it doesn't look like he's got anything else to choose from. There's no there other creatures or gill people running, a, uh, swimming around. That was an idea that they were going to do for the sequel. There I was, wish they, they would have. They did I make really a... Uh, there's, the Blu-rays and the DVDs have some yeah. documentaries and stuff. And Very they do show strange. a sculpt yeah. of a, another gill person mask. It's a little bit wider. Just a little bit different. And that was going to be the gill woman. They're, they were going to introduce that concept, but it ended up not happening. I would have loved a colony of gill people, you know? Well, I or mean, gill that gets almost Lovecraftian. Creatures, when whatever. You, you know, Lovecraft yeah. had, you know, kind right. of fish people, yeah. you know, Dagon. Like the little, what's the little thing you can get in the mail? Sea monkeys? Yeah, sea monkeys. You, know? <laughs> and you, you, you put them in the water and they grow. They're little just gill people. Basically little, yeah, you know, worst. And you, you do it, and you're like, "Where's the face and the mouth?" What? Yeah, then you feel really ripped yeah. off. They're yeah. just little, they're like uh, little shrimps or something. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what the hell they are? I ain't monkeys, <laughs> to tell you that much. But they look like they did in the comic book. I know. <laughs> they're playing harps and yeah. shit. And <laughs> playing like, volleyball. <laughs> they look so cool. You you like think you're gonna have little people, you know? As pets. Yes. <laughs> That's so awesome, man. And then you're let down. 
<laughs> Same with the ant farms. Yeah. Let's get it. X-ray goggles. Let's go to Anything in the about comic five books, days, but Never yeah. good. Never good toys. Um, mm. So they do teach him... Well, they don't do much, really. Yeah, um, not, they're not trying the to train him to, like, take food, you know, like, on command. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, they put, like, a bucket with fish and, you know, they tell him no. Like, he can only touch it when they tell him he can touch it. You know, slowly trying to train him a little because bit. Because they got, they got him connected to a chain at the bottom of this yeah. pool or aquarium type yeah, thing. Yeah, aquarium. You know, it just seems very cruel to take this dude... This Gilman, especially something that you know, looks and, so human, yeah, and plop and, and him yes, down. he does. You know, I mean, he's, yeah. you know, obviously he's, he's, you know, a close relative, and we'll find out how close in the next film. Yeah, but um, you're right. They, they, I think they mistreat him most of the time. Yeah, and uh, well, finally, you know, he busts loose. Yeah, he, it don't take he long. Escape, man, he busts loose. He busts. Lo- he busted loose. He busts loose. Man. And. Um, He's like, where's the nearest red lobster? Long, yeah. <laughs> well, long story short, that, that I forgot the name of the restaurant where he he kidnaps the woman. He, he um, oh, yeah, there's yeah. actually two guys in this movie that are kind yeah. of vying for the blonde. Mm. Uh, one of them ends up getting killed by the gill man, but uh, the other one, you know, he's the, the scientist one, not not the wolf, you know, the right. the, the trainer. Yeah, yeah. You know, he's the jock. And um, Joe, Hayes. <laughs> Joe, yeah, he's the jock. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Again, the characters from the fifties, these B movies. Uh, yeah. The, the actors are well, always. We get the good ones in the next one, though. Similar, you know, and, and at least this one wasn't as bad as a lot of the other ones. Where like, well, even the forties did that even more. So mm-hmm. even thirties, forties, where where like the young twenty-something beautiful femme fatale was with a a a. 50 or 60 year old Humphrey man. Humphrey Bogart when he was yeah. 83. Yeah, see, I'm, <laughs> you know, I'm a real man. I'm sophisticated. I'm, right. you know, see, but anyways, yeah. It's, um, they, they're going out on a date, remember? And they're at this little restaurant. I think it was something called a lobster or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I can't remember. Can't remember. Maybe ended up, in real life, it ended up burning down. But uh, shortly after the movie was made, or maybe a few years after the movie, yeah, was it was made. the curse of the Gilman. Curse of the Gilman. That's uh, and uh, made all the papers. Yeah, they're yeah, I don't know, they're doing some steel drumming or something, playing some songs. Everyone's yeah. smoking, so having a good time. Yeah. You know, eating shrimp cocktail yeah. and uh, shrimp. Next thing you know, Gilman shows up, grabs her, boom, into the water. Yeah. And really, I mean, there's not much else for the movie except uh, they're using mm-hmm. that uh, sonar stuff, like you said. They're trying to track him. Um, yeah, it was very. I mean, even though the movie's short, it, it's mm-hmm. it's weird how the second movie and it, it gets better in the third movie, but this movie is just it's one to skip. I mean, <laughs> I mean, if you, I mean, I'm not going to say don't. Unfortunately, watch you got to watch like the last five minutes to find out, yeah. you know, to, to, to segue to the third one. Yeah, because they yeah. do kind of pick up one after the other a little bit. I, I noticed the the one boat in, in that they in the harbor wherever they were down in Florida. It actually said San Francisco on the back yeah. of it. Well, maybe that's just where the boat was from, you know. Or, or they were filming in San Francisco. and, and No, they uh, actually filmed in Florida. So, oh, did they? Huh? Yeah, they filmed in oh. Florida. Huh. Um, I don't. Some boats do. I mean, it depends on where it was, you know. where. Yeah, I'm not saying a San Francisco boat can't make it through the... They go through the canal, Panama man. Canal and, and, and come sure down to Florida. The Gulf. So. Um, little interesting story I, I read, oh. just looking up some research here, because I, I do my research on my monster movies. When the stuntman who was playing the gill man, you know, when he's grabbing the girl and jumps out remember the, good the old restaurant, day? there was a, a current, oh, yeah. a little freak current. The girl got away. Okay. But because the gill suit was so inflexible, it got waterlogged, mm. and he was getting swept out and almost drowned. 
and it just happened to be a couple of maybe teen teenagers that were watching them make the movie, yeah. and they were able to grab him and get him out of the water, or else he probably would have drowned. Wow. Before they could get to him. Okay. So, almost. Good info there. Curse of the Gill Man, again. Yeah, no. Yeah. (laughs) Followed him wherever he went. Um, Yeah, just a little bit of a current, and it was dark, and like I said, that suit just started filling up with water. I I heard that in that filming location, that little lagoon area where he was actually, you know, they filmed him swimming in and stuff like that underneath the water, that fish... For some reason, they, they started growing larger than they were uh, soon after the movie. They saw that and go, hey, the, yeah. yeah. Like, like, I think they said six-foot-long goldfish and oh, carp um, were in the, the, the lagoon. and. Well, even the actors that had to... <laughs> trying to take you seriously. But even the actors in, in the marina, they, they did they have to swim. They even started those, to get larger than... They got larger. They grew like two feet. Like they were drinking <laughs> okay, entwash so, yeah. <laughs> or something from, from Treebeard. Steroids. Um, but uh, they had to swim with actually those sharks and everything like that. You yeah. know? And, oh, yeah, they're perfectly tame, whatever. But I guess some snapping turtle came up and grabbed a big chunk mm. off the, the creature's heel. Yeah. Didn't get the guy's flesh, but right. you know, tore a big chunk of it off, which they ended up having to get away and like super glue it. Cause they those went, turtles, man. They will get it, man. They thought that was food. The power of their jaws the is just unbelievable. Absolutely. The sea creatures. But, yeah. And... Yeah. Um, uh, a couple of uh, guys driving in through the backwoods, the back roads, they end up uh, finding, you know, like the creature comes ashore with the girl. Everybody kind of converges. Bam, 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 bam. They, he gets riddled with bullets a second time. Yep. And I think it's Dude's the... has got a ton of bullets on I him. think it's the exact same shot from Creature of the Black Lagoon where he's floating in the water. I do let's, notice let's a reuse few that. reused yeah, shots. Yeah, um, you all right there? Sorry. The protonics help. It was like a burp and a yawn or something. <laughs> <laughs> he burped and yawned at the same time. But yeah, no, that yeah. So it ends pretty much with him. Right. You know. Um a little bit of him. a disappointing movie. I mean, if you're gonna watch yeah. all three, I, mean, I I've seen worse movies. I'm not putting it down there. I've right. seen way worse movies. Right, right, right. Um, like Shape of Water. And um Oh, <laughs> we'll talk about that after. But anyways, yes, because we have differing opinions on. It, yes, we so. do. But um, yeah, so, so we segue into we, we get back in that ass creature walks among us. us. Oh, one thing we also have to mention is uh, what? Revenge of the Creature was Clint Eastwood's first. Oh, film thank you, role. thank you. He's completely uncredited. Yes, he plays a scientist named Jenkins. He's got a little bit about a some something ate my mouse and the mouse is in his pocket. Yeah, yeah. but um, he'd been on TV and stuff. But he this was the first time that he was in a, a motion picture. A, a, right, his first film. Yes, yeah, and he and he has uh, a line. And yeah, a couple well, lines. Yeah, when that came up, I'm like, oh, I, I got to speak about that, and I forgot. Thank you for at well, least because it's so it forgettable. Ugh. No, I know it's just a. And quick... isn't that funny? You know how ten years later. And it's funny seeing him act in this movie, yep. too, a total different Clint Eastwood. You know, 10, 12 years later, he's going to be in, you know, The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. And... Yeah. I know. Yeah. You... Where's our comment, our full-length commentary on The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly? One day. Come on, man. We'll get we got it. three hours to kill. <laughs> so, Creature Walks Among Us, 1956, the third in the trilogy. Um, My favorite of the sequels. Directed by John Sherwood, who was... I believe the assistant for Jack Arnold. Yeah. He got a little bump up as Jack Arnold moved up in, into the A pictures. Mm-hmm. And so, and like I said, that's how the studio system would usually work. Because um, you worked for the studio. It's not like 
how it is nowadays, you know, where right, right. you know Steven Spielberg makes a movie for this company, this company, that nah. It's, it's it still it happens here or there where you know people started out as a you know, but a, like a even actors and, belong to certain studios right, or would get right. loaned out for bigger pictures, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. You know, you, you know, if you were a Clark Gable, you know, you you did pictures for you know MGM or Warner Brothers or whoever right, you were right. working with. Yeah, but uh, there right. are some people. And actually, I was reading my, not the most recent issue of Scary Monsters magazine, but last quarter's issue, okay. was about uh, sea creature movies. Mm. So, a couple articles about Creature in the Black Lagoon didn't really give too much that I didn't already know. But, there was a good article on Creature Walks Among Us and some of the biological things they talk about, like you were just mentioning. Right, so, right. we can... I can dish a little yeah, bit. I yeah, can dish. No, no. We'll, we'll, yeah, we'll get into this. So, so this is... I think it's a damn good movie. It, it's a good movie. I mean, you know... It completes the creature's arc. It does. Again, two, uh, three, much better. They did a much better job the, with this one. It's the same creature. It's not like but, it's a, a different Frankenstein's monster or a different... Right. Person. Well... This is the same creature in all three films. Right, right. And what it, happens to him. And, and, yeah, and, and we'll get to that. Halfway through the movie, there's kind of a transformation, and, and we'll talk about that um, as we get to it. But, you know, you know, the femme fatale in this one is Lee Snowden. Not bad looking Another either. very pretty blonde I'd from snort the, some the time period. Uh, uh, but, yeah, um, and then you got uh, Dr. William Barton and Dr. Thomas Morgan. These Both are, you know, she, she's with an older guy. Dr. Barton. Yeah, right? and and of course the younger doctor. And there's some interesting dynamic kind of there because he's very showing. Yeah, I was just going to say because he's very jealous. You know, she. There, you know. I see this throughout a lot of these older movies, yeah. though, where the older guys with the younger girl, and, and there's totally. Well, why does he bring her on the boat and, with all these guys? Well, he's got to bring her along. I mean, back. He can't leave her at home. You know. But, but but there's always that dynamic with these older movies where you know the younger love interest you know always comes out in the end with you know the woman and, and she and the rebuffs older guy pretty much everybody you know I mean yeah. she does stay yeah, loyal to him but he is overly jealous and he actually starts to break down a little bit as the film goes on yeah. so there, there's a little bit of character he's not just a cardboard cutout character oh no, right no there's these characters are much better. Than the second film, Rex Reason, without a doubt, yeah. who plays uh, Doctor Morgan. Yeah, yeah, actually, both of those actors were yeah. in uh, The Silent Earth the year before. Yes, he was. Cal. If you want to see a great, even oh, though MST3K go. made fun of it in the movie, oh. uh, but it was funny. No, I know. You know? I know. <laughs> they did a great well, job. Yeah, yeah, but, but, but a uh, good Rex movie. Reason played Cal, Doctor Cal, something or other, and. Um, yeah. Jeff Morrow played the alien, uh, Exeter. Yeah. You know, they had like the bigger head, but bigger, yeah. both of them had worked together before. So, yeah. and uh, sometimes people put that on the list of Universal monster pictures just because of this little Metalunin guy. But he's barely in the damn movie anyway. He's cool. But yeah, true. well, he's I'm, barely in it. But, but he's exactly. But it doesn't that happen a lot of. Movies, well, I guess with the but, mummy as well. I mean, he's but, in yeah, it, but way better. <laughs> but, but this creature is. Uh, the Metaluna from the great, great yeah, creature. You remember him? I mean, you know, finally but, coming out on Blu-ray, by the way. But anyways, the beginning of this movie, oh. yeah, <laughs> the beginning of this movie, we we start out kind of same as the second one, where they're yeah. going back to, to the Everglades this time. Yes, to get to get the Gill Man, and they're 
talk at the beginning. Because there's been some sightings. Yes. They're going to meet a guy who's fought the thing off and lived. Right, right. And, and the one doctor it has kind of got a different spin on things. And well, they've got a lot of doctors on where They've got right. you know, x-ray technicians, biologists. Kinda, but but I mean, the, the conversation the three had at the uh, beginning of the film mm-hmm. where... You know, he, he the, was a Dr. Barton, the, the older one, right? That, yeah. That talks about him making kind of a, if you want to get into it, about the genome stuff and all that. Right. Like the, I, the, the blood. He, he, his thought process is he can make this gill man more human. Uh, because Once they start we, learning about its yeah, uh, blood we, and everything. Because yeah. we want to reach out to space and beyond. Mm-hmm. And the other guy says, you know... We should leave things as they are. Tamper with nature. Yes. If we as humans one day are ready to make it out there and it's time, it's time. Mm -hmm. We will make it. And if it's not, nature will select whatever organism will do it. But that doctor says, you know, is, is... you know, I, I will get other people to help me out then because this is the way I'm doing it. He's like, no, I'm watching you. And they said, he said, if you want to go, go. But he, they're like, no, we want to see right. this through too. And so, so they, yeah. they, um, they're on a boat again, another boat. No. In the Everglades. And uh-huh. uh, they're going to go find this guy who um, encountered the Gill Man. Um, you know, had to stab it a few times. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and he, he took some damage too, sliced and, you know, he's limping. <sighs> but he still has the knife which has some of the blood on it. Yeah. And then they were able to take the samples of the blood and analyze it. And some of the things they talk about, it, it sounds like medical mumbo jumbo, but some of it, from yeah. reading my magazine article yeah, yeah. about it, some of it, it actually holds true. Like, um, right. um, they ask if... They've discovered that the red blood cells do not have a nucleus. Mm-hmm. The creatures, red blood cells, right, have a right. nucleus. Creature, yeah. um, now, this is a fish. It's not a mammal. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, but mammals, with the exception of a duck, I think. Yeah. Their red blood cells, like our red blood cells, have no nucleus. Mm-hmm. During cell division, we lose the nucleus so that there's more hemoglobin inside the red blood cell to carry oxygen. Which is why... Let's say when you donate blood, it's got to be used within you know a few months, right. or it's no good because the right. red blood cells won't last because yeah. um, there's no nucleus, there's no more cell replication. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so that part's kind of true. So what they discover is that the creature is maybe a little bit more closely related to a mammal than a fish. Right. All right. So that's what gets his idea going that hey, we can start working with this thing a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, they they mentioned some things about beveled cells and, and stuff like that. Yeah. I, that's a little bit above my pay grade. <laughs> but at least they you know, go like, a little deep on the. But the oxygen yeah. carrying capacity of the cell and, and the no nucleus makes the creature a little bit more mammalian than than fish. So yeah. uh, that's where they feel like you know there, there's some compatibility. So um, yeah. once they. And I forget exactly. Well, they have to go out and capture this damn creature. Now. Yes, they do. And they t- get on the boat, mm-hmm. head out there, and... The little boat. Yeah. And they're using the sonar again. Um, they describe it how, you know, the, the size of the blips, you can tell exactly what kind of fish it is. Yeah. I don't know if that's really true. I, you well, see I some mean, blip, a, can you tell exactly what well, kind to, of creature it is? Well, to a point. I mean, I've, I've, seen, I've seen, 
shows on like Discovery Channel and stuff like that where the sonar they can tell it's if it's what what kind of fish it is or if it's a school of fish or mm-hmm. or what you know so oh, yeah maybe. Maybe there, there. there's something to it you know all so right. yeah I mean so they know where yeah. it is and all of a sudden it jumps up it bashes the light um, they're fighting it a little bit by the boat you know they all get dumped out of the boat yep. um, long story short there the, the um, they shoot the hell out of it again oh, of course. Well, actually, they yeah. don't want to do that. You know, the guys got you know, because they don't want to hurt it. They yeah. want it alive. And um, when it knocks the light out, they, they make some little, I don't know, like little gasoline bomb things for some light. Uh, yeah, and yeah, yeah. the guy throws one of them at it, and the creature just starts burning all up. Right. Now, I think in the first one, he caught on fire a little bit, too. Yeah, but yeah. I guess this one was worse. Right, so, right, right. Because he jumps in the water, and um, he just kind of collapses on a, on a tree mm-hmm. in, in the... You know, in the Everglades. Oh, you know what? Even being in the Everglades as well mm-hmm. um, is kind of interesting because in the Amazon, yeah. that's freshwater. Right. But the right. Everglades, which is so close to the ocean, has salt water. There is. It's it's A more it's more saline. Yeah. It, it's it's whereas what's interesting the tributary is, tributaries off of the Mississippi and all these other mm-hmm. you know make it a little bit more yeah. salt water. So what's interesting is like in the Everglades. Fresh and salt, some, some fresh, some salt can can kind of cohabitate. Well, there. Yeah, as the high tide <clears throat> comes in, it brings in the water. They mix. So it's like some fish that yeah. are saltwater fish can actually, you know, live in the in the Everglade water yeah. because of the saline. Some content. in the area, so we're getting, we're getting the, scientific. The, the creature have adapted to the salt. Must also be able to adapt fresh. that. Yeah. So that's something. There, there's a term for it. I can't remember what it is. This week but, but, on Discovery Channel. But he is oh. capable of adapting yeah. to fresh the salt water. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So, oh boy, you don't get this in other shows. <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't want this in other shows. <laughs> Hopefully, enjoying this. Well, because guys. we love these movies, and, oh, yeah, and no. when they do talk that babble stuff, it's mm. interesting to know if if oh, the no, people who are writing it kind of maybe. Knew thought of something that, of thought what of they that were talking stuff. about. Yeah. No, of course I think they had two of two. And point. I think it's interesting when, hey, shit, that turns out to be true. Because that was one of the things I was thinking of when he was brought from the Amazon, you know, mm-hmm. and and plopped right into the Everglades. And yeah, stuff Everglades like that. isn't one hundred percent salt water, but it's way more salty than the Amazon. Right. right. So. So. Um, so if you want to get technical, there it is. And um, so they so, do get them. And they bring him on board, yeah. and they've noticed um, he's not getting much oxygen because he can breathe out of water for a little while. Right. But um, and you wonder how? You know, he's got gills. How does that happen? They notice that the flames have sealed his gills shut, burned his gills shut, mm. and he's breathing, but not breathing well. Yeah. They do an X-ray and find that he does have some makeshift lungs. Right. But uh, like some fish, I think like they said like a lung fish maybe, uh-huh. th- where it does have lungs, yeah. there's a little flap. And uh, when they are on land or when that needs to be open, that flap will open so that the fish can breathe. Um, but I think the fire just... Oh, interesting. You know, damaged his throat. Yeah. And they actually do a tracheotomy, which, you know, yeah. I'm just like, yeah, yeah, that makes that, that makes sense. They're yeah. going to do the tracheotomy. They do that. The, the air starts going into the lungs. The flap opens. And he can breathe, you know, until they can, until this can heal Fix up. Fix things a bit. up, yeah, yeah. And uh, I thought that was fascinating. No, it was cool. Yeah, yeah. They did an emergency tracheotomy. That's exactly what you would do on a person in right, a situation right. like that. No, that's, yeah, I mean, 
Again, yeah, some of the scientific stuff that they were talking about and doing was, was spot mm-hmm. on. And, and it's, it's always interesting watching these films. Some of the films get out of hand when you talk about universal sci-fi films back in you know the early 60s, too, even up through then. Uh, they get out of hand with their explanation. Don't have to things. be universal. They could be any one of those. Any big, one of them, those yeah. Big bug ones and yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh well, yeah, <laughs> especially those ones because they go out of their way to explain things, and you go like after they explain it, you know, you go like this. Wait a cotton picking minute. <laughs> ain't no way. Ain't no way that's possible. Ain't gonna happen. But anyway. even the good ones, like the Black Scorpion, which yeah. has really good special effects, and right. it's like still, you know. No, I know, I know, I know. But yeah. Which, if you haven't seen, it's a, it's a good one. Uh, Willis O'Brien did the effects for that. Right. I think the last film Black he worked Scorpion, on. Yeah. Black Scorpion. Um, so, so, so yeah. So he's all bandaged up. There's a transition up, going on now. Yeah. And when they finally get the bandages off, they realize that. Uh, all the scale skin has burned away, mm-hmm. and the tissue underneath is more like human skin. Mm-hmm. So they're like, so that what's what's his what's his nuts, Doctor Barton? Yeah, Doctor. Oh, he, he's got a huge heart on now that you know. Now he, basically, he just wants Look, to take him and almost Doctor Moreauish. Yeah, you know, taking an animal and, and, and or, or something more animal and creating it into human. Make it, you know, make it be a functioning, almost human yeah. being type creature. He wanted to create his own creature, a new life form, kind of. But at the same yeah, time, you I know, mean, the idea is, you know, to learn as much from it as, as you can. Right, right. So that, um, you know, like they said, you know, it's, it's a creature that can live in water, can live in, in, in on land. Pull you know, something out of there and make a better... For space Species travel of, yeah. and stuff like that, you know, a lot of information we get. Yeah, yeah. So they end up getting it. Uh, what is it to to Doctor Barton's home, and basically just lock it up in a cell outside. Yeah, you yeah, know, with yeah. uh, what what else is in that cell? Um, uh, goats, she, and yeah, crap, I think like sheep was, and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and, and, and they put clothes on him, and even his eyes change. His eyes become more human. Well, he looks. This is. Okay, I, how can I say the this? The scales have come off the eyes. How so. can I say this? I mean, I'm not going to... You, you love that creature from the Black Lagoon, that, that gill man, you know. Just, you feel bad for what's so iconic. To him. But when he transforms and all those gills are off of him and stuff, and he, it, you, you pretty much get a different monster, a creature, but on it's the what second they half did of this. To him, man. No, I know. They but, did this but to I'm, him. I'm, I'm saying, not story wise, but just practical effects, like yes. looking. He looks. The look of him just is odd. Okay, I mean, I mean, yeah. Again, you you, you kind of transfer from what the creature looked like to He's a more little of a little bit more, more of a looking. more of a monster, though. You know what I'm saying? For the if it, then it becomes more of a monster movie kind of thing. And I don't know. I didn't like the look of him a whole lot. I, I don't know. Any, anyway, well, he went through a trauma. And, well, of course and, he did. And they altered him. Yeah. And this is what he's become. And that's right. you know, the whole arc of the trilogy. So mm-hmm. What we have done. We've taken him. First, we invade his home. We take him from his home. Yep. Um, God damn us. We, you know, and then we alter him. Mm-hmm. All without him being okay with it. Right, right. And... In, in the end, you know, all he wants is to be what he was. Right. And, but we haven't gotten there yet. So, um... Well, let's get there. So what's going on? What, what, let's see. So he's in the cage. Well, he's starting to get this, again, the, the attraction, you know, between him and the, the woman. Again, and, there's And there's woman. always a... And there starts to become a... Uh, 
the dy- they they shoot over to the dynamic between the doctors and, and the love interest, the female. Yeah, you know. And, and well, I, I think the part when when they were first looking for the creature, and she got all like, uh, she she dove too far and got like all oh yeah pressure drunk. Yeah, that was a weird. Yeah, the, the, we're jumping back a little Just bit. Back in the a movie. little before they caught him. Yeah, where yeah she was diving and, and they didn't want her to dive really either. You know they're like you know, or her husband didn't want her. Yeah, to. Or, I know, forbid it. I forbid I'm it. I'm going well, anyway. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, the other guy says starts putting what's the, the thing harm? on her. Yeah. What's the harm? Let her go. And the guy's going, mm, you bastard. Mm-hmm. But but yeah, she gets down there and she goes so deep and they get a close up of her face when she's down there where her eyes start closing. And she almost is doing like look, ballerina spins. Yeah, and then she's like, yeah, she's out There's of it. music playing. She's like taking said, her drunk. oxygen off. and yeah. It was a weird scene, but it's Very what can happen scene. when you go too deep. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, you get the... You Very know, interesting scene. When you, when you go from pressure deep to, to you know, you, you have to go... In, they even mentioned that in the first one. You have to go in increments. Oh, yeah, so you, you that can you pop, don't get the bends and you can, stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, you can pop blood vessels, and like capillaries. The, what was his name in the abyss? Aneurysms. Uh, uh, Michael Bine. Michael yeah, Bean, the abyss. When, when he went uh, a little nuts in the abyss. i got to revisit that movie real soon. Yeah, you think it would be on Blu-ray, but it's not. Ah, damn it. Unbelievable. Um, so, yeah. So, so, getting back to where we were then. you know, Jealousies ensue. Jealousy. Especially with yeah. this one That's a big part guy. of it. Uh, yeah. I can't remember his name. You know, the, he attacks her. The guy, one the Dr. Bart, he just ends up firing the guy, throwing yeah. him. Well, he fires him, but then the guy starts opening his mouth a little bit. Yeah, if it wasn't me, it's going to be somebody else. You'd think you know, a hot broad like that's just going to stick around you. with you. Yeah. And the, the guy, I think he's got a pistol in his hand. He pistol whips him to death. Mm. And the creature in the pen outside, because they're, they're heading outside yeah. when this happens, no one else is around. Right. He sees him kill him. Yep. And it's like, oh, oh, he's having an oh shit day. What am I going to do? Mm-hmm. He's like, okay, I'm going to go put the body over here in the pen and blame it on the creature. Yeah. And <clears throat> that causes the creature to go completely crazy because yeah. I think he realizes what the guy's going to do. Oh, yeah. He's got some smarts. He's you know? got some brains. He's, he's and he, It's an electrified fence, out. by the way. Yeah. And they just shake it and shake it. And he busts loose. Um, the strength that this creature has ten just, men? Has yeah, it's unbelievable, man. And uh, mm. he he gets loose, um, and basically makes his way. After, yeah, go ahead. Well, I mean, I don't going th- after the the. the it doesn't even really blonde, do. It. I mean, but, the blonde. I mean, even though there is a little bit of a, of a track, it doesn't seem to be as much as in the previous. No, one. I think he's more so going after the men who right. captured him. Uh, but ultimately, he makes his way and, yeah. to the sea. Yeah, and this is the ocean, and um, the the and final. He even, he even sings. He gets this very beautiful <laughs> operatic voice. Come with me, yeah, come my. You're belittling the ending of the film. Okay, sorry, go Because he sees the sea, to and he longs sea. to be the what sea. he was. He he can't go there anymore because he doesn't have gills anymore. He has lungs. Right. He has to breathe oxygen. Yes. Because um, that's one thing. Like when he was all um, burned up, right? Burned uh, or no? He um, proper pronunciation. I is forgot. Burned because he does jump in the water. Yes, and they have to go in and rescue him, and they got the oxygen hose. Right. There's right. one point I can't remember exactly what point in the movie that happens in, but yeah, he has to. Which have both the times that happened, I was wondering when you put that in there, isn't there water going down? Anyway, well, if he's so. sucking on it, I guess. Yes. You know, 
But anyway, he sees the ocean. He longs to be what he was for all these horrible things to have never happened. And you don't see him going to water, but the, the implication is he's going towards the water. Yeah. And we know that he can't survive in the water anymore. Right. So once he goes into that ocean and goes under, he will drown and he will die. Yeah. And I think that's exactly what his intention is, just to go back into the water, to be home yep. for that few minutes until he just drowned and dead. Yeah. And that is the arc of the creature from the Black Lagoon. Well, but, I think but, it's but, but I, again, real quick, the, that ending there, when he, when he does make his way to the sea, yeah. and he's just... Destroying everything in sight. I love the effects where he's yeah. he's flip. He even flips a oh, couch, flips a car, a and couch, a car, car, a couch. Um, but you could tell that like the special <laughs> effects part of it is they like pull it so that it makes it look like the couch goes flying. He really know? did that, and he hits this. He topples over a gigantic brick structure and all mm-hmm. that. Just kind of a cool monster walk to the I'm sea pissed. that was just you know but, but but yeah like you said yeah completing the arc you know it's it's and it's sad you feel so horrible for him at yeah. the end because he's a pitiable monster a pitiable yeah. you know he didn't do anything that wasn't in his nature to do right he was invaded stolen away mm-hmm. and altered yeah and he can't even be what he was right right and it wasn't right and it wasn't fair and as for Exactly, and as as for the main universal monsters, you know, uh, whereas all of the films I enjoy, like the Wolfman series, mm-hmm. there's not a movie I don't like. Dracula, not one I don't like. Frankenstein, not one I don't like. Creature, we get to, and for me, the first one is just mm-hmm. one of the best of the universals. I really enjoy that movie that much, but second one. It's 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 a trilogy that doesn't live up to the Mummy, Dracula, Frankenstein, you know, Wolfman. I think the third but one makes up for it. The a third bit. one, yeah, kind of fixes it. It's still not know? as good as the so, first one. No, not but at all. it completes but the story. It does. It makes sense. I'm not putting gives you a little sad end. anything down, but yeah, I mean that's kind of my take on that trilogy. But well worth a watch if you're a Universal oh, Monsters fan. If you're old school. Monster guy. You're thinking about being old school. Yeah. You know, watch what the What are trilogy. those guys talking about? Or just watch the first one, you know? And maybe don't... But, but again, if you do fall in love with all the old yeah, black and white... you will. You gotta watch. Even if the middle one's not so great, you gotta watch the trilogy of The Creature from mm-hmm. the Black Lagoon. And so that's our take on that trilogy. That yes. great, you know. So is there any dynamic. other sea monster well, kind of movies that, well, you, let's, that you like? Let's talk a little bit about Shape of Water since it kind of goes with the Creature from the Black Lagoon trilogy. And and you were talking about earlier before we started the show about how uh, I don't di- like it. There's a difference. Well, Creature from the Black Lagoon and most of these creature movies back in the day, uh, the though. monsters. Always had an attraction towards the females, right. okay, the, the human species. And the and, reason I suggested why... And Shape of Water, rounding it back out and, and reversing... Right, it reverses, it flips the script. Yeah. It's the woman who's attracted to the creature, and maybe that's why I don't care for it as much. Now, maybe su- it just doesn't... Su- I'm surprised you don't like it as, as much as I I love the costume, I, did, I love the creature effects. I love um, this I movie, even love man. the build-up of the friendship. Okay. It's just when you get to the sex part yeah. that you lose me. 
I know a lot right. of people say this. If you but... could just have made it a, a friendship kind of thing, and <laughs> I want to save you, yeah. you know, then it would have been. But then you put that in there, and that's probably some kind of Hollywood code for it's okay to screw kids. And <laughs> oh god, <laughs> you know, and that's why it wins Best Picture. So all the Ted, we had a nice and... show. Let's not, let's not go deep into <laughs> what we're talking about. I'm kidding. I get I'm what. Kidding. No, I get what you're saying. I don't though, really but mean that. I get, but, uh, I get what you're saying. But as soon as that weird, happens, there's a weird dynamic if you think of it that way. But see. And there's so much other stuff in that movie that doesn't. I mean, I get it. You got all these lonely characters. Got the the gay guy who's you know in the in the '60s, and you know you've got you know the the, the minorities that are fighting for their rights, and that's going on on the TV and in the background, right. and you know you've got her some subtext mute. in the movie. You know, yeah, I yeah. get it. You know, I'm not stupid. I get all why all these characters are there. But I I think they spun the story at the very end though. To oh, yeah, it, to make her one of them. Yeah, you know? to make it seem like, you know, it's not just a human f- a girl making love to this fish guy. No, she's got some, you know, some first, scars on her neck. Well, those have to be gills. And then there's he, something he gets with his little her. blue light thing going on and turns yes. her into a fish. There's more of a sci-fi kind or of... gill woman. There's more of a sci-fi kind of fantasy kind of twist to this movie than just... Fish and, and woman, okay? I think because you the, the, the so roles that's, are reversed. That's why I totally say, hey. It put me off. Yeah. However, yeah. however, all of that being said, and I have tried to watch, I've watched the It was the magical movie. at the end. I watched ahead. the whole movie. Yeah. And then last night, yeah. in, to prepare for the show, I did a try to watch it again. Because I, I, you would think a film like that would be right up my alley. Right. All right? If, if they made a movie like that for anybody, they made it for me. And I'm sorry I didn't like it. I like Del Toro's other movies. Even if you think of it, movies, the, lots of right. other, you know, lots of his other movies. I, I think as soon as you just get to the intercourse thing, it just takes the monster kid out of me. Even and it's th- like now it's just too damn adult. But even thinking of it as as the way the ending kind of go, and, and even speak, even listening to what I'm saying, there, there's kind of a magical fantasy part to that very ending. Can't get over that. You know, if you, she's a pitiable, another pitiable character. And I can't get and, over her friend's reaction. Her nonchalant reaction yeah. when she expresses to her that that's what they did. Yeah. I'd be I'd be freaking out. You you've got ma, diseases. Ma. Get out of here. You you I mean what if I you know what if some woman come up to you and said you know I just stuck some fish up my vagina. I mean exactly. Exactly. But right? it's not the same. How is it different? The... He's a fish. No, he's not a fish. Well, he's okay. some kind of fish man. <sighs> But there's more to it. There's kind of a sci-fi twist. Like, where are the other it's creatures It's bestiality, like dude. Uh, so, so you say if say some alien from another planet shows up, okay, yes. which could very well be what the ending kind of hinted at a bit. Or as some, long as we're, they have the but, same parts, it's okay. He didn't have the same parts. Okay, we're gonna. Agree to but, disagree in this film. Exactly. But I, I see I'm not see, the only one. I see it of it more of a, I know. Because a lot of monster kids didn't dig this movie. However, I, see the, I don't mean to interrupt yeah. you. No, no, that's But right. what I will say is that I'm glad it won Best Picture. I'm glad a film like that mm. can take home a Best Picture Oscar yeah. um, when no other totally kind agree. of monster movie like that would. Yeah. Um, so it gets a thumbs up for me for that reason. Yeah. And... There's there's nothing inherently wrong with the film. I just 
that's a little hump that I can't get over. No, I get you. And I'm not saying it's a bad movie. I'm just saying I didn't like the movie. No, no, right, okay. Let's put it that way. Or I like the movie until that point. When that plot device comes in, I'm just and then I'm shocked I don't, you can't get over that and, th- and think of it in a different way, like you know, especially just, the way that ending kind of happened. But it takes eh, it takes the kid out of me. I think okay, it takes the kid out of me, and it makes me have to be an adult. I get it to watch that monster movie. Yeah. And whereas when I watch a monster, I like man, just remember being a kid sitting on you know my mom and dad's bed eating a snack, watching it on their TV in the room, yeah. or watching it on my little black and white TV in my room mm-hmm. if it was late at night. And Same here, man. that film just takes the kid out of me because I have to endure mature themes. Very well. Understood. Thank you. Any other, um, any other like, kind of... Sea creature movies? Yeah, creature oh. movies kind of like the creature from a black moon that you can think of. There's Dagon, which has, like, all the... That's a, a Stuart Gordon movie from Reanimator. It's got, uh... Okay. Um kind of fish sort of people in it okay um I've never based seen on hp lovecraft yeah. it's got it's got jeffrey combs in it um okay. it's 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 pretty well it's it's all right it's it's not horrible it's right. it's right. mm-hmm. um even um even um the haunted palace with vincent price sort of has oh. sort of deformed fishy kind yeah. of people in it mm-hmm. um there's War Gods of the Deep with Vincent Price with like okay. some semen in it. Semen in it. Semen. <laughs> oh God. With some semen. in oh, what's it. What's another one we talked about? Uh, Doug McClure, uh, Humanoids from the Deep. Oh where, yeah, yeah. Yeah, where these sea yeah. creatures like uh, the creature of the Black Lagoon yeah. are basically just raping women, and, and I mean that's all they're doing. Yeah. Definitely a horror movie. That's yeah. on uh, Amazon Prime to watch. I think it's not bad. I mean, I watched yeah. the whole. Da- it's not great, but I watched the whole damn thing. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, Doug McClure. I usually watch him in anything, mm-hmm. but uh, it wasn't bad. Some of the monsters look kind of cool. So, and then they all attack at the end, and yeah. the whole town's got to fight them off. So, there's movies like that. They, you know, they're all a little bit Lovecraftian. Yeah. You know, with these uh, sea creatures like that. And if you've read Lovecraft, you know what I'm talking about. Um, yeah, but there's some sure. good ones out there that have been influenced by cool. Creature from the Black Lagoon. Cool. So yeah, I mean, yeah, there you go. Uh, another uh, show in the books. Uh, yeah. Want to thank everybody. Want to thank everybody for their support and stuff like Hope that. Hope you stuck around uh, for the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, if you did, because it was below. educational. Comments below. <laughs> yeah, this is every now and then we get a little bit more serious than joking, and and this was when it's something I really like, man. I'm, yeah, I'm we, serious as a heart attack. Yeah, heck yeah. You know, when but, it's something worth making fun of, I'll make fun of it. But yeah, so there you like go, man. Of the living donuts or whatever. Creature from the Black Lagoon <laughs> trilogy. Yes. Blog, whatever you want to call it. What we do. What we do. The show. Um, but yeah, check us out. All the links below. Um, and until next time, you guys, uh, we will see you. Uh, peace out.